friends welcome to the very first podcast of late nights with lenny it is late at night and i'm lenny i am the king of this freaking podcast here's a few rules uh, for those of you who have unfortunately stumbled upon this Uh, rule number one my name is lenny I also go by JL. I also go by Leonard. I also go by The Professor, a.k.a. also King B. And, uh, yeah, if you don't know who I am, perfect. If you know who I am, you'll probably hate this show, and you'll probably hate me even more. And that's okay. That's basically the purpose. And uh, rule number two, I don't care if you like this podcast It doesn't matter to me. I'm doing this because I like to talk to myself in my car as I commute back to my home in the land of ice and snow. Uh, Rule number three, my standards will never be your standards and I'll never measure up to them. Number four, I'm never sarcastic. And rule number five, I talk about whatever I want. And I don't really care to talk about uh, politics that much, unless it's making fun of politicians of all shapes, sizes, races, genders, breeds, and half-breeds. I don't give a crap. It's just fun to make fun of people, and that's what I like to do. All right, so there's the five rules. Um, If you're okay with those five rules, keep listening. If not, give me a good old thumbs down and... Never listen again. I wanted to share a story. This is story number one. This is the number one story of my life the past little while. Anyway, so I was talking to this lady, this older lady. Maybe she was in her 40s. I don't know if that's old. It's old to me. I'm a young man. Not a day over 17. Anyway, this uh, 40-year-old woman was... Uh, expressing to me a personal situation she was she was going through. She's very stressed out and very worried about her 15-year-old daughter. And she explained to me her 15-year-old daughter was dating a man from Algeria and that she had been dating this man online for about three years now. So ever since her daughter was 12... And that her daughter had various means of contacting this guy on the internet. And most of which happened through her smartphone. And she was telling me how terrible it was. And how she really wanted her daughter to be safe and be protected. And as a mother it was her job to make sure because she cares about her daughter. And it just sounded like the most pathetic thing I've ever heard in my life. And... I, I I don't feel bad for parents like this. I'm a parent myself. My daughter's nowhere near that age. But 
I don't feel bad for parents in these situations because their backbone disintegrated like a trillion years ago. And anyway, I'm thinking these thoughts while she's explaining this actual horror story of her daughter dating a man online from a different country. And uh, so I uh, casually asked her, so uh, what's like preventing you from taking your daughter's phone away and giving her a flip phone so she can at least call you and text you? Why does she need an iPhone? She's only 15 and seems like you got a real problem on your hands. And she looked at me and, <laughs> well, you don't know my daughter. And I said, yeah, I know. I don't know your daughter. And she's like, you don't know what she's capable of, sir. And I said, you're right. You know what? You're right. I don't know. Um, but I really think this would help you out. You can do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, hey, this, this looks like a really good and cheap solution to this issue of your daughter speaking to a, a foreigner who's not from our country, who's overage, who's dating your 12-year-old, well, your 15-year-old daughter now. And she said, well, if I took my daughter's iPhone away, do you know what she would do? Do you? She would probably say, I'm going to kill myself. She actually would say that to me. And then she would get a handful of pills and just take them until she died. And I don't want my daughter to die. And so I had a thought. And I looked right at the woman and I said, you know what? If you don't take your daughter's phone away, I'm going to kill myself. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a bunch of pills right now. And I'm going to kill myself. And I'm going to die. If you don't do that. And the lady looked at me. And her eyes rolled in the back of the head. And she slumped forward and never moved again. And that's a true story. Her brain literally shut down. Because either I was going to kill myself. Or her daughter was going to kill herself. And it really just ended up that the lady... Um, yeah, her, her brain just could not handle either of those equations. So yeah, it was over for her. And so moral of the story, number one, don't threaten to kill yourself. Number two, don't be a soft back. Number three, be a good parent. Number four, don't let your freaking kids date someone from another country that's over age. That's an adult trying to date their your kid, you freaking idiot. There's a word I always think of when I encounter people like this. And the word starts with the D. Second letter's an A. Third letter's an F. Fourth letter's a T. And it's daft. People are so daft when they act powerless over their teenagers. It is the most interesting thing of all time. We're screwed if parents are going to continue to treat their kids like this. Honestly, I'm surprised that Algerian hasn't flown over and moved in with her yet. But I didn't say that because the mom was obviously dead after I said what I said. Uh, speaking of inappropriate uh, 
male to female age relationships, colleagues of mine were talking about a, a man by the name of Jeff Epstein. If you haven't heard of him, that's probably a good thing in your life, probably better. Uh, but you heard him now, so keep listening. Hark. Anyway, so this man named Jeff Epstein was a really rich dude, and he had a lot of really rich friends. And what Jeff liked is he liked teenage girls. Jeff liked to find himself some teenage girls and bring them to his his uh, private island called Epstein HQ. And on the island, on the, on the beach actually, he had a sign that said, I like young underage girls to be my friends. And anyway, so he would find these girls, have them trafficked, brought to his island, and yeah, whatever, just hanging out with him, doing all sorts of things uh, that you may may find terrible. And if you don't find them terrible, you deserve the same fate as him. Either way, he was eventually caught. Big story was released about his um, his kid obsession with young young girls. And uh, I don't know. I almost said to this mom before her head exploded. I almost asked her if she ever considered that Jeffrey Epstein was probably the one messaging her daughter. But anyway, I can't go back now. Anyway, so young, young, young girls would go to Jeff Epstein's island and uh, just kind of hang out with him. And uh, eventually he got caught because what he was doing was wrong. And he was sentenced to prison while they were going to sentence him. Sentenced, he was taken to prison while they were going to work on sentencing him and accusing him and getting him in big trouble for these crimes he's committed. And uh, it was reported that he killed himself in his cell. And nobody believes it. And if you do believe that he killed himself, I'm sorry, but you're probably wrong. I know it's exciting to think that he did, but he didn't. Let's be, let's be cool about this. We all know the truth. Anyway, there's like no way he could have killed himself. The circumstances are straight out of a James Bond movie. How he just killed himself while his two guards were apparently asleep. Yeah, all garbage. But I was thinking about what we should have done as a country instead of sticking him in a jail cell by himself. Um, I think once there is any evidence of a crime being committed against a minor of a sexual nature, a crime of a sexual nature against a minor, the person, if it's a man, should have their groin sack chopped off immediately. And depending on how bad it is, they should have their groin sack and their... um, their wiener chopped off too. And there's there's no doubt that it, that's exactly what should happen. So instead of sticking Epstein into a room by himself where he'd be murdered by people who didn't want him to expose their pedophilia, we could have, on live TV, cut his groin off and had him... Ha- and then stuck him back in his cell after his groin was chopped off and then had the cameras in his cell 
record him live on the internet until he was uh, taken in front of a judge and his crimes exposed against humanity. That way, Epstein would never be able to do it again. His colleagues who participated in his pedophilia would understand that they're going to get their groins chopped off too. And they're going to be filmed for the whole country to see how pathetic and spineless and evil they are. Maybe you think that's a radical step, but uh, I think it's awesome. In fact, I'd be the one with the with the gardening shears ready to do the do the due diligence, you could say. And uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about that and thinking how messed up it was that people prefer young children. There's got to be something wrong in your mind. Um, also, I want to take this time to do a little intermission. Shout out to my fifth cousin. He knows who he is. Fifth cousins for life. Frick yeah. I also just wanted to say that this podcast is brought to you by Diet Dr. Pepper. Because that is what's powered me through my trip home. One last thing I wanted to talk about was being scammed and hacked. Actually, I'll talk about being scammed next time, but I'm going to talk about being hacked. So I use a VPN service called NordVPN, which I highly recommend if you need a VPN. It's pretty sweet so far in the year that I've used it. Um, But I got an email this morning from a certain man named Apu Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. I think that was his name anyway. It was an Iranian name. And he said, Hello, I see that you have used VPN Nord. The hackers have taken your information and this is your password. And this homie sent me my username and password that I use for my VPN service. And so I'm naturally crapping myself. It was like 5 in the morning when I was reading this as well. And I'm thinking, holy smokes. What in the fetch is happening? Because I'm getting a message from the leader of ISIS telling me, homie, dude, I like to help people like you. This is your password. Let me know if it is or not. And that was it. And so I almost didn't even open it, but I knew that I had to. And I was just ashamed that somehow my password got leaked. It's a hard password too. But I was ashamed that my stupid password got leaked. And I just wanted to say moral of the story. Make your passwords harder. And if some homie named Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi emails you, it may be a good idea to open it up because you never know. Maybe they just want to help you out against the black hat hackers who want to ruin your life and use your own VPN service. I don't think you understand what my stomach did. That triggered my IBS. That triggered my IBS and my PTSD. Seeing my password in my email from the leader of ISIS, holy smokes, my IBS became PTSD, and I sat on the toilet and had flashbacks and destroyed my whole bowel system within 10 minutes. It was one of the most interesting times of my life. Um, I just want to say, shout out to the hackers, shout out to the people 
who hack us and, and do good with the hacking, like um, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. And shout out to the people trying to rip others off. I hope you go to hell. Yeah, my shout out is a negative shout out, which no one's ever done before until now. You're the first ones to hear it on Late Nights with Lenny. Well, a little bonus piece. So I get home from my hour-long commute, and uh, my kind wife reminds me that there is a winter storm warning, and where I parked, which was on the side of the road, if I continued to leave the car there, it would get towed, and we would be written a ticket because the people that run this place are a bunch of freaking cowards. And when I'm supreme dictator, I'm going to make these people labor in the freaking sand dunes. And what I mean is I mean they're going to be sentenced to five years of shoveling sand every freaking day. It's going to be holes, but ten times worse. Anyway, just a little bonus thing for you. And, uh, yeah, you can let me know. Uh, what you think of my show also by sending me an email late nights with Lenny at gmail.com. Once again, that is late nights with Lenny, all one word at gmail.com. And yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if I suck. Um, try and hack me. Let me know. Thanks for listening guys.